Welcome back, everybody. It's the We Don't Want to Grow Up podcast. I'm Stacy. This is Pete. We're here to just give you a shorter episode, previously known as an after-school special, but that was a little confusing for people, so now it's just another wonderful episode of the We Don't Want to Grow Up podcast. We should have a contest to name it. We should. Should it be top fives? Should it be favorite things? Should it be showy McShowy face? <laughs> because that's usually what wins on the internet. <laughs> Bodie McBody face. You ever hear about that? No. They, they had like a competition to name a boat over in England or oh, Europe somewhere. that seems familiar. Yeah. No, that is not an option. Come on. Showy McShowy face. That'd be great. <laughs> I'm always tempted to say it's like short and sweet episode, but there's another podcast that I listen to that says that. So oh, it's Taken. I, taken. Can't sit here. So if you listen to our last shorter episode, you know that we were talking about our favorite toys that we had as kids. Mm -hmm. Normally, if if you listen, you know that we typically have many honorable mentions enough to where it would be like a top 10, maybe even a top 20, like that favorite 90s movie episode. Yeah, we we listed like 35 movies. (laughs) (laughs) And if we had just shown some restraint... We would have had content for like five more episodes. That's like five episodes. What were Why we did we waste it? Sometimes we just get really excited <laughs> yeah. and it's okay. Well, it's like you feel like, no, but I like this one too. I like this I can't one leave too. It out. We're too worried about what other people think. We know we love all those movies. It's okay to make a list and choose the ones that you're going to talk about first, knowing that you're going to talk about the others at another time. I just don't want any part of the list feeling left out. It's like my stuffed animals. <laughs> They're like that, your favorite children. Yeah, it's like, you know, well, I, I can't take Not you, Not your favorite bear. children, your children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are we doing? Our continuation of our toys, you said, right? We are. Why don't you lead us off? All right, so my first one are Cabbage Patch Kids. This wasn't on your original list? Are you judging me for my list? I cannot believe you. Lo- I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Cabbage Patch Kids. They were created by Xavier Roberts. Yeah. So I think that that was another thing I felt like I was related to the oh, Cabbage Patch Kids because they even like that. had it like tattooed on, it, right? on their butts. Yeah. And so I just felt like this is my child. Like it really is my child. Because did you carry it around? Sure, I did. I had like a baby carrier and everything. Really? Yeah. Wow. I was a Cabbage Patch Kid baby carrier. They came with so many accessories. Did they? Yes. I definitely had the preemie, which is just like the baby. It's like a baby one? And then I had a full-sized one. The thing that blows my mind is that I cannot remember which full-sized one that I had. Really? Which is weird. I don't know if it's because I don't have pictures of it. My sister had some too, and I played with hers. So I see pictures of them and I'm like, oh, I think I had that one. Oh, I think I had that. But I don't think that I had a ton of them. They all seem familiar to me. Where do you think that Cabbage Patch is now? It's probably in a dump somewhere. I think it's in a landfill. Sadly. Oh, you loved it so much too. Listen, I'm not the one that gave it away or got rid of it. That's why those toys movies are hard for me. I know. I just think about the feelings of all those toys that just get thrown into the garbage. Listen, I'm trying to get them all back. (laughs) (laughs) If I could rescue the ones that I actually had, I would. Trust me. Be less expensive, too. I also had, like, I had a Cabbage Patch Kids bedroom at one point. Like your bedroom was done? Yes. Like I had the bedding. I had um, the sheet set and the comforter and the curtains and, like, a wall hanging. I've actually posted a picture where you can see it. Yeah. 
Um, canopy? That was back. No, I never oh. had a canopy bed. I had bunk beds. Oh, okay. Which, in a way, was kind of like my version of a canopy because I would sleep on the bottom. But I would always shift around the way the room was set up. Yeah. So, I would, like, sometimes turn the bed on the bottom, like, this way and then have the, uh, the bunk bed going that way is like an L shape. And then I'd put, like, my desk underneath. Oh, wow. So, that was nice because I had, like, a little cozy area to sit at my desk. We had bunk beds at my dad's house. And I feel like I remember seeing my sister fall off the top of that at night at least once. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I also, well, eventually they like took it apart and I just had one twin bed. They took the top bunk out. What'd they do with it? I don't know. Oh, in the dump too. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe they gave it to someone. (laughs) I don't know. But yeah, I loved that. I also had a Cabbage Patch Kids birthday party at one point. Like I really loved Cabbage Patch Kids. I had some shoes and shirts and- did you have the cake? Yes. At the birthday party? Yes. Was it the same character on the cake that you had? I don't know. It, maybe that's another reason why they all seem familiar to me because I had the bedding and I had pictures of yeah, a lot true. of them. Yeah. And I used to read the books and all of that. So Books. Like, there's books. Yeah. I didn't know there's books. They're just like kids' books that They go on adventures? Yeah. Hmm. Did they have a cartoon? Uh, Yeah, I think they did briefly, yeah. Mm. But one place I have never been, which is crazy because I think it's pretty close to where we live, is the Cabbage Patch Kids Nursery. Like it's close to here? I think so. Really? Yeah. Nursery as in? Let me look where it is. Yeah, it's the Cabbage Patch Kids Hospital in Cleveland, Georgia. Really? Yeah, so not too far away. Have to make Somebody that I know just went there recently. Hmm. Babyland General. Is what they would call it. So they still make those today? Yeah. Cleveland, Georgia is also the birthplace of the little people, which is on my list later. But it's on my list next, I think. But anyway, Xavier Spoiler Roberts. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Xavier Roberts created them as well. And who knew that? I didn't know who that. Knew? Anyway, that's my story. What do you have? All right. Number one. And this is thanks to and this is thanks to a listener named Travis. Travis. Rock Lords. I had never heard Well, I don't think I had heard of the name, but when you showed me a picture, it seemed familiar. I had completely forgotten about my rock lords. And when he mentioned them, I immediately thought of like one. I was like, oh my gosh, I loved that toy. He got so excited. I did. I went and looked at some of the catalog photos of rock lords and I was like, oh my God, I had like five of these (laughs) and they were so much fun. They're like transforming rocks essentially. And they, you know, go into different creature shapes and then you'd transform them down into a rock and roll them all around and stuff. It was great. So thank you, Travis. Yeah, thanks, Travis. Hope we're keeping you company out on the road. Yeah. He's a truck driver, he said, so he likes to listen to us while he's out doing his job. Good shout out, Travis. All right. Well, I already mentioned the little people, but it's actually, it is the Tudor house. Tudor house. Which is like the brown house. Feels bougie. It's like the houses, you like that style house. Oh, that's why. That's why it feels so amazing, because I like it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Every time we see one, you're like, oh, I want one of those. But yes, I mean, obviously the little people that came with them, but that's a very early memory for me. Like Mm. sitting in the living room, it matched the brown carpet. (laughs) 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 I played with the little people in my very brown house. With all the brown decor. Everything was very and walls brown. Yeah. And well, couches and. Don't bring those things into the kitchen because brown is gone. Oh, yeah. And then kitchen. it's all red. <laughs> Talk about a strawberry kitchen. That is That's it. Right. It was marvelous. I'm not familiar with the little people. Nor you their are. Tudor house. 
You no. are because I'm. That's the castle that you always talk about. What? Like the Fisher Price? Like oh, that's the Little, little People, people Tudor House. I think Little People no. is Fisher Price. What is that that yellow castle you always talk about? Uh, I don't think it was the Little People Tudor House. At least not. No, from what I'm, I'm telling you, it's not the Tudor House. It's a little People. You castle. had a castle. You always maybe talk that's, about maybe that maybe castle. Well, okay, you're right. I do know those. <laughs> Told I you. I just call them people toys. That was one of the first toys from your childhood that you showed me back, yeah, back I, before we started all this. I was just telling my sister that I am going to gank that castle the next time that I'm up at my mother's house. Like right, I'm Along stealing. with everything else. Yes. You're always talking about that. <laughs> you have this big mission. <laughs> Who's going to help us? Taking it all back. <laughs> Who's going to be driving the getaway car? Yeah, well, it's going to have to be a van because <laughs> there's going to be a lot of stuff in there. All right, next up for me is the Mask Volcano. This is like a van with big wheels that would transform into a van with a big gun on the top of it. Oh. And it was battery operated. And it was as well one of the toys I went to go get batteries for that one time. <laughs> Um, and it was incredible. I loved that toy. It was Mask so big. was a cartoon. Uh, yeah, it was like G.I. Joe, basically just rip off G.I. Joe. I've seen some people talking about it and I feel like maybe McNair was talking about it. Or he something. probably knew it. Yeah. It's but not yeah. one that I was familiar with. You'd have little action figures like they're a little smaller and they would go in these vehicles and the vehicles would have one shape and then transform into another shape ish. Not lots, as much as like a transformer, though. Lots of transforming toys. Yeah, it was that a was big the thing. thing. Yeah. I liked them. All right. My next one is Moon Dreamers. Okay. They were small little dolls that were like, I don't know, three inches tall. And they did have a cartoon. I don't know which one came first. To me, they're along the same realm of like Rainbow Bright as far as being like magical. They all had fun, mystical, celestial type names. Yeah. And they had different colors of hair, like pink and blue and purple and things like that. I had Blinky, who had pink hair, like pink pigtails. Was she the leader or is it the blonde one? Uh, no, she wasn't the leader. I'm looking at some photos of and they do have some rocking hair. They had the best hair and the best outfits. And then I also had Ursa, which was Blinky's polar bear, who flew. Did you have evil Scowline? No. That's who I would have gotten. Of course you would have. I think I also had Whimsy who had blue hair. Oh, okay. I see Whimsy here. These things sell now if you want them like new in their box. Yeah. For like probably the price that Gem, what, like 300 or something. Really? Some even 400 yeah. Wow. Like new in the box? Yes. Holy cow. So it's some that I hope to eventually get one day when I can save up enough money for it or my husband gets it for me for Christmas. I'll get you loose ones that are like seven. No. (laughs) (laughs) Thoroughly love toys. And there's like, I've seen where they have it where it's like a headband for one and like the shoes for the other, like one shoe and like a comb. You know, it's all the accessories just kind of pieced out. I want, I want the real, the ones where their hair hasn't been messed with. Because that was my favorite part of Blinky was her hair, her pigtails. And I've seen people selling her with her hair down and all frizzy. And I don't want that. It's not for you. <laughs> it's, not, it's not for me. It doesn't spark your joy. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Moon Dreamers very much. And someone actually sent me a picture where she was getting a Moon Dreamer. And I'm so excited to share it. It made me so happy to see. Because that's one that I see a lot of people say they love it whenever I post about it. Mm-hmm. but. 
it's not one that's widely known, I don't think. It's a bit more niche. Yes. A lot of people will say, like, I totally forgot about them. I had actually forgotten about them. And then I was looking through eBay and saw them and it sparked all these memories for me. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I remember this. I don't know if my papa got it for me for Christmas, but I remember being at his house and sitting on the couch and like playing around with my moon dreamers. <laughs> I bet you that was adorable. I'm sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my next one is my Jabba the Hutt playset, complete with my favorite little guy, Salacious Crumb. Who's he? He's the guy that does, you know, like the laugh that I'll do sometimes. What's that? <laughs> but this one was a really nice set because it had a big Jabba the Hutt. And it had his throne that he was on. And it had like this, I forget what it is. He would smoke a pipe that went into like this big bowl. (laughs) (laughs) And it also had like the chain and collar that Leia was in. Yeah. But it didn't come with Leia. You had to sold separately. What a bummer. It's funny though, on the box, it shows all the action figures. But Luke in his Return of the Jedi getup is actually tied up with the collar. It even had a spot where... You pulled Jabba off of his throne and you could open it up and throw somebody down in the Rancor pit. Oh. So it was awesome. That sounds fun. And Jabba would wiggle. You know, if you moved his head, his tail would wiggle. Or if you moved his tail, his head would go side to side. So I would always crush people with that tail (laughs) when I was playing with my action figures. It was a good set. Would you like whip them down into the pit with the tail? Yes. Ah. Or I'd have them all just stood up and I'd hit them all like dominoes. (laughs) Okay. So I chose seaweeds, S-E-A, like the ocean. Mm -hmm. Okay. They were like little mermaids, but not like the little mermaid. They came in a bunch of different colors and they were basically bath toys. Okay. I need to look up a commercial for them because I'm pretty sure that's how they would have been marketed. They came like embedded, like tucked into a little like sponge. Okay. And they had a comb. And so each one, they would come with like a little baby version. It was almost like a mom and a baby and an animal, right? So I had Frosty, Baby Flo, and Penny Penguin from the Icy Gal collection. <laughs> So they would have like, I think she was green. Yeah. So she, oh, she was blue. Blue. Yeah. So she had white or like silverish hair with a big blue streak. And then on the top she had white and the bottom was blue, like a turquoise color. Her baby had like a hooded jacket kind of thing on. Right. And then the penguin was a little blue penguin that had a beanie on. That penguin looks familiar. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I remember the sponge thing. There were a bunch of different. Ones of these. I think I had more than just this one, but I just remember specifically having this one. Mm. I loved them very much. And when I posted about this on Instagram, people got very excited. Crowds went wild. <laughs> the crowds went wild. All right. Next up. I mentioned this last week in passing. This was part of the set that I stole from my friend. <laughs> you didn't steal it. You were given it. I was given it. I stole it from him, though, according to him. I mentioned the hovercraft. So it is the G.I. Joe killer, in all caps, whale hovercraft. (laughs) Whale stood for warrior colon hovering assault launching envoy. Very intricate. Wow. I went and looked at the original box and set for this. They got real deep. Like they 
detailed every single part of the vehicle out because it had like launchers and spots you could go into. Like it was really cool, but boy, it was a really big toy and it was really well made and it was a lot of fun, especially taking it from my friend like that. (laughs) (laughs) So did it look like a whale? No, it looked like a hovercraft. They just called it the killer whale because they like to give. Was it at least like black and white or something? That was green and black. (laughs) Okay. Interesting. <laughs> they just named it that so they could have a... Use the acronym. The acronym, it? yes. Just that's correct. Acronym. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. So my last one, last but not least, is Strawberry Shortcake and all of her friends. Oh, wow. Yeah. They just smelled so good. Mm-hmm. And as excited as I was to get her, like the one from... The 80s, which we talked about already on a previous podcast that you you gave her to me. I was sad that she did not smell like strawberries anymore. That was disappointing. Now, we could do that. We could buy a more recent version of her, but yes. I know you don't like that. No, I would do it actually just to smell her and yeah. like have that recall. Right. You know, I'm wondering if the new ones smell the same or if it's different. Here's the thing. You wouldn't know. It's too long. Oh, I don't know. I might. A powerful sniffer. If they were both <laughs> sitting right next to each other and they both smelled their original ways, I guarantee you're right. I think without the reference point of the original, you wouldn't be able to tell. Probably not. <laughs> Fine. So I know my favorites, aside from strawberry shortcake, was blueberry muffin mm-hmm. and orange blossom, lemon meringue. There were others too, but those are the ones that I'm I'm pretty sure that I had. I don't know that I had all of them, but I know I had them. But I also had it, I know it because I saw in a picture, purple pieman and sour grapes, which here's a picture if you need to see the villains. Oh, that's the villain. Yeah. Well, both of them are villains. Yep. I remember playing with them. I had them both. Oh, that's cool. And I remember always being a, a little uncomfortable. Because they were the baddies? Yeah. But what did they smell like? Do you remember? Uh, I don't know that they had a smell because they didn't have like textured hair. Like they're, you know, like he didn't have hair and well, she looks like she did have a little tuft of hair. I don't know what she smelled like. They missed an opportunity. I mean, maybe sour grapes is what she smelled like. I was hoping it'd be like onions and or pickles <laughs> or something like that. That would have been awesome. <laughs> wow. That is crazy looking at them. Like that just brings up. It's weird when you have these memories. It's like flashes of things. Yeah. You don't actually remember any context around it. You just remember like holding that doll in your hand. Yeah. You know, so strange. It is strange. How the brain works. But then other times I can remember things pretty clearly. Yeah. Interesting. Now you did a post this last week on Instagram, which is a song that is stuck in my head and has been stuck in my head for a very long time. Cherry Mary Muffin? Yes. <laughs> Chocolata cherry berry muffins. Yes. He's like actually that. been talking about that for a couple of years. Yeah. So I was very excited when you found the commercial that right. we couldn't find before. We couldn't. Yeah. We had looked for it. We couldn't find that particular one. And that was just an accident, actually. And you didn't I, even tell it, me. You just posted it. Chocolate berry cherry berry muffins. I know. Well, when I picked it, I didn't realize right away that that was at the end of it. Yeah. I thought it was just, you know, I liked the way it looked more than some of the other commercials that they had. And so then I posted it and then I saw that it had that. And I was like, let's see if he even (laughs) watches it all the way through. I did. I was very excited. (laughs) But that wasn't a strawberry shortcake thing, right? No. Okay. Somebody posted, though, that they they got it and they were upset this whole time that 
it didn't have a smell. Yeah. And they realized after the fact that they had confused it with strawberry shortcake. Oh, wow. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your last one? My last one. This is from very early childhood. It is the Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> I see it written down here. <laughs> it's the Play-Doh Fuzzy Pumper <laughs> Barbershop set. <laughs> It's from the 70s. Okay. Oh That's my the, God. when it originally came out. <laughs> but I can remember being so excited to play with that playset because you would have these people that you would stick in the barber chair. I can't remember where you would put the Play Doh. They were hollow. So you, you, either, you set it on there. Their hair grew. Yes. So <gasps> I think you'd load it into the chair and then you'd crank the crank. Yes. And it would just go up through their head because it was full of tiny holes. It would go up through their head, grow out. And then you could cut their hair. That seems familiar. I need to look up that. There's there's a good commercial, yeah, that you got to go check out. I'll share that on our Instagram. I remember being very disappointed with myself many times because I would never put my Play-Doh away properly. So I would play with it. I'd get new Play-Doh. And leave it out. I would, well, I'd just like not seal it all the way. Like I would put the Play-Doh back in the thing and then I wouldn't close the top. Properly. Which was important. It was, because I'd go back to use it. It would be a rock. Dried out. There's no cutting any of that. Let me tell you, too. As a preschool teacher for, what, 12 years, 14 years? Yeah. The Play-Doh was my biggest pet peeve that my kids knew. Do not mix the colors. Oh, yeah. I hated when they would mix up the colors. You'd never get them out. And usually... I had, you know, kids that were going into kindergarten, and so they would, they were pretty good about not doing it. But when I had younger kids, briefly, yeah, oh, that was a nightmare. You just have brown Play-Doh? Yes. Would it eventually that, mix and they like wouldn't that? put the lids back on the yeah. markers. Oh, yeah, so they dry out. Mm-hmm. Drove me crazy. Poor kids. Poor kids. Poor me. Poor you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all for the toys. I would say... For now, I'm sure we will have more toy discussions in the future. I had hundreds of more toys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, Well, I probably didn't have as many as you, but I had a lot. (laughs) I had a lot of hand-me-downs, too. Did you? Yeah. I didn't, really. I feel like most of my Barbies were Mm hand-me-downs. I think some of them were just mine, but a lot of them were hand-me-downs. All my Barbies were brand new. It wouldn't be anything wrong if you did have Barbies. <laughs> I did play with Barbies. We had a good time. Like my sister had like the skyscraper or whatever. What was you know what it's called? What's it called? It's got an elevator and it had like a yellow elevator. Oh, the, the dream house. No, it wasn't the dream, the dream house. house. It was the dream mansion. Maybe there was a different name for it. Yeah, but I, it, it was, it was like, like a three, a three story. level. Yeah. yeah, and I played with that thing a lot. Now, generally, I'd bring my Star Wars. Right. Well, that's the best there, part because you know, I would play my next door neighbor Rob. We would play with some of my stuff and then. I also played like with his like He-Man toys and G.I. Joe's and stuff like that. They're all fun. Yeah. Okay. So we have this idea for a new segment of the podcast where we would talk about basically the things that make us feel cozy, the things that give us the warm and fuzzies. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a blanket. (laughs) It could just Mm -hmm. be whatever it is for you. We started this podcast because... Things were scary in the world. Mm-hmm. Things were happening that we had no control over. Yeah. With COVID, it's a lot of isolation and just things that can mess with your mental health. Yeah. Obviously, some fear and just the the climate. 
of everything going on this past year has just been a lot to deal with. So, as you know, we started watching cartoons. We started talking about the toys that we had as kids. We started watching 80s and 90s movies and doing all of this stuff just made us feel better. It made you feel like, you know, your mom rubbing your face before you went to sleep when you were three. Mm -hmm. You know, it was that cozy feeling. I don't know how else to describe it. I think you put it well. So I had just been thinking about that feeling lately. And, you know, I've heard from a lot of people who they're enjoying the podcast. They're enjoying the content on our Instagram page because it, it brings up those nostalgic, cozy feelings. And I know that everybody has different things that make them feel that way. And so we just wanted to like kind of pinpoint what that is for everybody. Yeah. So we have a little section of the podcast. Right. Where we concentrate on things that make us feel good now. And things that you do purposefully to feel that way. Yes. Doesn't have to be nostalgic. It could be just something that you do for self-care, a face mask, you know, like Danny Pellegrino, who has the podcast Everything Iconic that I love does face mask Fridays. And it's just a a time to take care of yourself. And, you know, he has his bed wine and his face mask. (laughs) And he usually gets on and, you know, answers people's questions on stories. Like, that's just kind of the thing. And I don't know. I just thought that it would be nice to hear what those things are for you all. So we have a couple of different ways that you could reach out to us and tell us about those things. You could email us. You could send us a DM on Instagram. You could... You can hop on the website and just chat with us directly off there too. Right. We also have a Google number that you can call. I promise you nobody is going to answer. It goes directly to voicemail. It's 423-665-9024. And you could just tell us a little bit about just whatever it is. You know, I talked about Welcome to Pooh Corner the other day and thousands of people reached out saying how good that made them feel, how much they could remember being a little kid and watching it uh, when they were home sick from school or watching Mm -hmm. it in the morning before they went to school. Well, I'm curious, what did you do this week to make yourself feel cozy? Outside of things that we've spoken about on the podcast, give us one example of what you did. Well, something I've been doing a lot more of lately is going upstairs into a room that we have that I've kind of named the What's woo it called? the woo room. The woo room. <laughs> W-O-O. All woo. things woo. Yes. Yeah, that I eventually want us to, you know, kind of remodel and redecorate in there so that it's a very zen and cozy space where I want to go to meditate, read, write, do all of those things, not have any distractions. Yeah, it's nice up there right now. It has a a very big window in it. It has a beautiful window. With a a great view of the park. Yes. So it's got the beginnings of a a good feeling room. Right. And yeah, so I've been going up there and doing a little little meditation, a little quiet time. A little self-care. Just trying to get into a good headspace because I've been dealing with some rough stuff lately. Yeah. How long do you go up there for? Uh, Usually half an hour or so. And what do you do exactly while you're up there? Um, Well, sometimes I listen to... If you feel comfortable sharing. Yeah, like I will listen to different guided meditations sometimes that are just, you know, on YouTube or listen to just relaxing sounds. And sometimes like today, I didn't listen to anything. I just closed my eyes and just tried not... Honestly, a big thing for me is to try to not think about anything. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, to get into kind of a meditative state of it's kind of like a clearing the palate. 
yeah. thing. So like the heater was running. And so I kind of just focused on that sound for a while. Very cool. And it's hard to stay in that kind of space. It is. Too. Because your mind is busy. Yes. It's hard to shut it down. And especially when you have a lot going on, a lot of things that you've been thinking about that make you feel a certain way. And, and so, yeah, it's really difficult to try to get out of that. But, you know, I can eventually get there. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. I know it's not easy to share some of those private things. Yeah. Well, and it's mostly just because you, you kind of shy away because you think other people might judge you for those things or just think you're being, I don't know, flaky or whatever it is. Being all woo. Being all woo. woo. But listen. Well, listen, it's, it's I'm a little woo lately. It's something that I find intriguing. It's something that I never do. You know, I never meditate and or take time to care for myself other than taking a shower. It's <laughs> as deep as it goes. No, but, what's what's your thing you do, though, when you need to just you've had a rough day at work and you just want to clear your mind? I go into a vegetative state playing video games. Yes. So that is how I sometimes self-care. The problem with video games is it's not stress-free. Right. At times, you know, it, it can be rewarding, but it's not stress-free. So I want to you should do VR more. I should do VR more. Because you can do some stress-free things in VR that are wonderful. That is a good call. Oh, that that that's what I should one? do this week. Yes. The Van Gogh one. That one's great. You go into this Van Gogh painting. It's wh- Which one is it? Uh, Starry Night? No, not Starry Night. It's when he's at the restaurant. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's the Night Cafe. Right. It's a tribute to him. So that, that is a really interesting VR experience because it's really peaceful. From a musical standpoint, and you're just in this painting, in like a liquid Van Gogh painting. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do that this week. I'm going to commit to it. Do it. So yeah, you can do all of those things that I mentioned before and let us know what it is that you do. If you leave us a voice message, either on that number, or you could leave a voice message in our DMs, then you know we might play your message on our podcast. We may have just a small segment of the Cozy Club, or we may eventually move it into its own little mini episode. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just reach out and let's get cozy. Let's get cozy. I just wanted to also mention that we do have an episode coming up for our Patreon members. Our very first one. We do. And we can tell you now that we have decided that we are going to cover the pilot episode of Freaks and Geeks. Yes. It was at the recommendation of one of our patrons and we are excited to... Talk about it. We've already watched it. I think we're going to give it one more watch before we record our episode. Yeah, because that was the first time for both of us. It was. That's a show that we haven't watched. And so but we actually were hooked right away. And we're like, I want to watch more of this. Yeah, I can't wait um, to cover it. Yeah. So if you want to become a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash we don't want to grow up. You can pay $4 or more per month and help support our podcast and get access to bonus content, some giveaways coming up, and lots of other fun stuff. As always, you can email us at we don't want to grow up pod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at we don't want to grow up pod. You can join our Facebook group at we don't want to grow up exclamation point. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Thanks.